day. Nah, I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I be smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry. All right. We keep that juicy Three, two, one, and action. What's going on, everybody? It's Tony Tone, and welcome to episode seven of Snurbage the Podcast. It's good to be back with you guys, man. It's been an interesting week and a half or so. I haven't done a fucking show since, fuck, man, before Halloween. Had a good Halloween. My wife... uh Dressed up as the Joker for Halloween, and that's always nice. So today, I have, uh, oh, I'm just going to let you guys know, this is Snurbage the Podcast, and uh, we just like to talk talk about shit and smoke weed, and that's it. And I do want to have guests on, but the thing about it is, is what I've been thinking is, you know, a lot of people that I want to have on here... Um, you know, I, I want to be able to like plug their stuff. You know, I have musicians and comedians and friends and stuff like that. And I want to be able to plug things with them. I want to be able to talk with them freely and openly. And right now it's really hard because a lot of them live in places where weed is illegal still. And so it's, I, I don't want to jeopardize anything with them. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm trying to think of them and everything like that. So I'm going to be having guests on. I'm trying to work something out with my buddy who's down in Arizona. Um, It's just, you know, it's hard to hook up with people these days. You know, it's hard, especially when people, you know, we're parents and got kids and work and all sorts of shit and everything. So, So today I went to the fucking dispensary and I picked up this new stuff and it's called LePew's Gooch. (laughs) <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew, the canceled, uh, the canceled skunk. Uh, yeah, people don't like him anymore because he was like, you know, trying to rape that cat and stuff. But you know, hey, Pepe Le Pew, man. I, I, you know, I used to love Pepe Le Pew, and I turned out to be kind of a horny guy. So that happens, you know. So Le Pew's gooch. Let's fucking hit it. Let's fucking... It smells like LePew's Gooch. And you never, like, fucking drive down the highway and, you know... I think I've said this before on here, but, you know, you drive down the highway and pass by a skunk and you're with other people and you're like, oh, my God, it's so gross. And you're like... Oh, it's really not, though. <laughs> so, LePew's Gooch, let's see it. Oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, oh yeah. <coughs> Holy fuck. Oh yeah. That'll do. Woof. That'll do, pig. That'll do. So one of the things I first want to talk about on here was um you know, I've been like I've been reading the news and shit, and you got all these <coughs> these people on the, you know, I don't even want to call them Republicans, because, you know, Republicans used to stand for things, 
and and now there, there's like two different types of Republicans. You have your tried and true small government, you know, Republicans and stuff like that. People that that still kind of wear the brand. But then you have Trumplicans, and Trumplicans are a dangerous sort. At least most of them. You know, I'm not saying that everybody that thinks that Donald Trump is uh, the right person for the job is a bad person, but they definitely have some serious things they need to work out in their brain nuggets. But no, this is the Proud Boys. Okay, so I'm uh, I've been watching some of this Kyle Rittenhouse, that little stupid fuck. I'm sorry, dude. You that little bastard knew exactly what he was doing. He went there. He didn't know what he was going there for. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Only thing he knew is that he wanted the excuse to kill some people. He wanted the excuse to shoot some people. He wanted an excuse to feel like he had a big fucking dick. Okay. And that little asshole. I hope they throw the book at him. They probably won't. He'll probably get like two years in prison or something like that and then get out in a year and then he'll be back prouding it up with the Proud Boys. You know, when I first heard of the Proud Boys, I, I thought it was like a, a like a, a sect of like gay people, like, you know, like dudes that were like super proud of their of their sexuality, you know, and stuff like that. I'm guessing these guys probably are, too. I love vaginas. But, you know, I'm sure <laughs> that's the thing, man, is like you see the people who are like the, the most against like homosexuals, LBGTQ and everything like that. And it's like, man, y- you probably wanted to bang it out with somebody before. You just need to live your fucking your truth, man. Live your truth. But no, dude, when the Pride Boys came out or Proud Boys came out, I thought it was a I thought it was an LGBTQ thing. And I was like, oh, you know, who are these oh they're proud okay, you know, proud no, no, bunch of fucking Republicans or Trumplicans, sorry, bunch of fucking Trumplicans that have all sorts of crazy fucking lists in their heads of, you know, how America should be and and everything and all this freedom crap. And it's like, dude, we haven't been free since I was born, since before I was born, since before my grandparents were born. We're not free. Home of the free. Where's my freedom? Man, we haven't had freedom for shit. Stop touting fucking freedom as your as your bullshit excuse to not wear a mask or not get a fucking vaccine or whatever, man. You know, fucking. But no, these proud boys, man. I mean, you could have picked a different name. You know, you could have picked a different. You, you might as well call yourself the new village people as far as I'm concerned. Fucking proud boys. Be proud of your idiocy. That's what I'm talking about. LePew's Gooch. God, that burn's nice too, man. Sometimes it burns too quick or too slow. That's how Yeah. So, between you and me, a couple weeks ago, <coughs> excuse me, a buddy of mine came through town. He comes through every couple months or so. Just to say hi on his way to go see his family and shit. And sometimes he brings me goodies. And he brought me some goodies. And he brought me a fucking hit of acid. I haven't 
fucking tripped acid in years, dude. And, and I don't, that's something, you know, like I, I like being in control of my brain. And when I'm on weed, I can control myself. I can control my brain. I can control the shit that comes out of my mouth. But alcohol, hallucinogens, stuff like that. I mean, not saying I don't have fun, but I just, I do not like not being in complete control of myself, you know, like, and it's, and it's weird, you know, and, but yeah, so I, I fucking tripped a little acid about a week ago and it was, it was a good time, you know, it was a good time. Uh, you know, it was just i fucking dude like and i tell you what man and i know that you know people have these experiences especially on hallucinogens and shit like that but every once in a while you'll trip and you'll find something something will something will awaken in you um but it's it's it started as you know watching something new or listening to something new and i've been listening to a lot of the Derek trucks band lately i think i mentioned that in the last podcast but I, I've I've been kind of I've been I've been del- diving deep into Derek Trucks band, and I kind of wanted to wait um, to get into the to the Tedeschi Trucks band, which is the second incarnation, pretty much. It's Derek Trucks band and the Susan Tedeschi band, pretty much fucking molded together after those two got married. And um, so I started with Derek's Trucks band, and then I went online and while I was tripping and I, uh, I listened to their tiny desk appearance, uh, the Tedeschi trucks band. Jesus, that's good, man. You guys, it's, it's like 11 or 17 minutes or something like that. I don't know, dude, but it is fucking great. So check out the Tedeschi trucks band, tiny desk concert. Um, they also did, a um, the, I saw, I fucking found something while I was, while I was on cloud nine, um, 2021 a space odyssey is what I'm calling it. But, um, oh, they played a, uh, Layla from, uh, Clapton and shit. Well, what the fuck was it? Clap? No, Derek and the dominoes. Yeah. Derek and the dominoes did Layla. Um, but if you go online, you, you know, look and see who, you know, a couple of the greatest slide guitar players of all time are, uh, Dwayne Allman is one and Derek trucks is the second Derek trucks is butch trucks who was in the Allman brothers band. It's his like nephew or something like that. And he ended up playing with the Allman brothers band. That's kind of where he got his start. Um, at least from what I've read, um, kids of prodigy prodigy though, Derek trucks, he was playing with Clapton when he was like 13 and shit. But, um, Oh, where the fuck was I going with that? Oh yeah. So, you know, they play Layla and Derek Trucks, the reason why, you know, he wanted to play a Gibson SG and play slide guitars because of Dwayne Allman. Like he had a, he said he had a poster on his wall of Dwayne Allman with an SG and shit like that. And he was like, that was, that was kind of the start of it all. That's why I wanted an SG and all that stuff. And so I'm listening to this. And, and first of all, if you watch that, it's Trey Anastasio from Fish is in with them too. So that's the live show that I'm talking about. Um, uh, that's the most animated I've seen Derek Trucks ever in all the stuff that I've been watching. You know, he's really concentrated. He's, you know, he's just, 
he's just up there doing his thing. But this man, you can tell that he has played Layla like in his bedroom, in his garage, like to himself, to a, a fake audience in his brain. He has played Layla a thousand times. And you can tell he doesn't have to look at the fucking fretboard. He knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's having an amazing time. It's like the most animated and most fun I've ever seen that guy have. And, you know, I'm fucking, you know, 2021 A Space Odyssey with this shit. And then all of a sudden it gets to that slow part at the end of Layla where there's like three minutes of kind of this nice melodic thing. Well, Dwayne Allman was the one that played slide guitar on that, on the, on the actual recording of Derek and the Domino's Layla. So when they started that, I was like, oh, dude, here it comes. Like, Derek Trucks is going to give me some fucking, some almond, man. And he's going to fucking do it. And it's fucking gorgeous, dude. I mean, granted, I was tripping my fucking balls off. But, you know, ugh. Layla, Tedeschi Trucks Band, fucking with Trey Anastasio. It's, it's amazing. And Tedeschi Trucks Band tiny desk concert i'm diving into a lot of stuff with these guys man i'm just kind of now like i i dip my toes in a little bit and now i'm i'm just i'm going off the fucking diving board man so i'm if, if you have any any other things in that genre along with that band that band is just stuff i don't know about that you think i should fucking listen to please let me know because i'm i'm having a fun time just kind of going outside of my norm let's smoke a little bit the pews gooch be at Tedeschi Trucks Band, man. Good fucking shit. So, the one thing I wanted to, I wanted to fucking say, like, I keep seeing stuff online about, you know, why do women, like Pete Davidson, this guy from SNL, if you don't know who Pete Davidson is, he's like in his 20s and he's a stand-up comic and he's on SNL now. Um, really funny fucking guy, like super funny guy. Um, his dad died in nine 11. So he jokes about that a lot and everything. And, um, but like, you know, in the past few years, like this guy has been seen with like countless fucking just hotties on the scene, Hollywood hotties and shit like that. And it was like, he was engaged to Ariana Grande, even though I think she looks like she's about eight. Um, he was with Kate Beckinsale, like, and now he's fucking around with Kim Kardashian. And it was just kind of like, dude, what? Like, I, I really thought that you were kind of like a, you know, a good up and comer, like a good, you know, soon to be legend and everything. And then you just, there's something about it. it it's, it's the same way with Trump, dude. It's like people that, that think this person is a good human being. And and I know that people are people and stuff like that. And I'm sure that Kim Kardashian shows a human side of her every once in a while, as does Trump, maybe. But, like, dude, she is the complete antithesis of everything that is good, that that's good that comes out of Hollywood in the ways of talent. You know, there's so many talent people, and not just Hollywood, everywhere. There's so many talented people out there, talented bands, talented artists, you know, talented writers, all sorts of stuff, people that have studied their entire lives to create a story or a, a thesis or a theory or a hypothesis or whatever, or a, a beautiful, mu you know, musical piece 
you know, just all this different stuff, people that work so hard and put so much of their time and effort into this, that I look at somebody like Kim Kardashian who just had to open her legs. That's all she had to do. And she wasn't even that good at it. Like, dude, I can respect, I have respect for sex workers. I do. Whether you're a stripper, whether you're a prostitute, whether you're a porn star, you know, people do what they got to do. People do what they're good at. And those people, I mean, uh, some of those people, you know, you want to talk about, oh, let's give LeBron James $60 million for the next two years because he can put a ball in a fucking hoop. And he can do it with a bunch of dudes in his face, okay? This chick can do a lot more with a lot of dudes in her face. You know, like, uh, Kim Kardashian... Fuck, fucked on film once and then sold it for a bunch of money because of some she's the dude that defended OJ Simpson's daughter. I don't fucking know, dude. She just got fucking famous for all the wrong reasons, if you ask me. And the amount of time, effort, money and emotion that the world has put into this fucking family I just look at real, true artists, and and then I just hang my head a little bit and just say this: this is where we're at. Where a chick, a chick bangs it out with a dude, you know, and not even a very good, you know, it's it's not fucking, it's not DVD quality even, man. Like it's a terrible fucking tape, man. And yeah, I've seen it. Fucking hey, I've seen it. I watched it when it came out, and I thought it was terrible. I never watched it again. And I didn't think, you know, you know, there's nothing special about this woman. Nothing. You know, and people have just been throwing money at her left and right for the last like 10 or 15 years, man. And it's getting just ridiculous. And they're grasping for shit now, dude. You know, their show ended and now they're grasping for whatever they can. You know, their little sisters are like fucking make even more money than them. And it's all just in a name. It's all in a name. You know, a, a great band like the Ragbirds or uh, a great musician like uh, Ruth Acuff. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, great artists like, you know, fucking Julian Craig out there and stuff like that that couldn't fucking rub two fucking pennies together to make shit right now. You know, the Ragbirds have been on the road. They've toured the world. They have multiple fucking uh, albums out. And straight up. And any of it is better than the top 10 that's out there right now. Real musicians putting out real fucking music, man. And do they get nominated for anything? No. Do they take anything home? Besides a small dinky ass road check, no, you know it's it's just everything that's wrong with America. I feel is kind of people like Kim Kardashian's fault, but it's also our fault, the American people's fault, for continuing to patronize that shit. You know, talk to me, Peppy. Talk to me. Yeah, man, it's just, 
there's so many things out there that just don't make sense to me and that's and i'm sure i'm not the only one but i just i just wish that i could live in a in a world that was a little more rounded around what's right and not what's popular not what's what's going to make people the most money not what's going to screw over the little guy or keep people in their places or anything like that it just it gets it gets hard man it gets hard to deal with and for the longest time i didn't think i was able to have kids my mama told me i wasn't really probably going to be able to have kids cuz my doctor told her that when i was born not like i was born without a dick or anything like that but it was just fucking i was born with only one testicle okay well still able to make fucking four of them but what my mama said she told me that i was probably my doctor said there was like a 50 50 shot i wouldn't be able to have kids and i had a lot of girlfriends before my wife and i didn't wear a condom a lot you know with my girlfriends i wore condoms like you know to start off with and stuff like that. But then, you know, once you realize, oh, they don't have an STD and, oh, I actually want to be with this person and stuff, then you stop using protection, you know? I don't know. <coughs> I did. Never even had a scare, dude. And then all of a sudden, we're talking, you know, you know, we're talking a, a few women before my wife and never even had a scare. So I figured, oh, fuck it, I'm probably, you know. Probably not able to have kids. Fuck, well, I've, I proved myself wrong on that one, you know? Fuck, dude. It's just weird, man. It's weird bringing my kids up. You know, I never thought that, like, I, I would have kids so I wouldn't have to worry about what the world was like to them, for them, and to them. It's hard. It's hard to look my kids in the eye sometime. You know, and tell them that everything is going to be okay. I have to. But is it? Is it okay? Is it going to be okay? You know? I have no fucking idea, man. All I know is that there's a lot of money out there that I think is in the wrong places. And I think that as a race of beings not just countries, not origins or anything like that, but just the race of human beings that lives on this planet needs to start working together more and in, and not selfishly. You know, it's selfishness. Selfishness and convenience. That's what it all boils down to, man. And that's why there's so many fucking issues in the world is because we can't just say, hey, I'm good at this job. I'm going to do this job so people can have this. You know, nobody wants to be a garbage man. But if we figured out as a society, somebody needs to do that in order for us to have that. You know, and I'm going to get into this all later episode, but it's, you know, we could scale down. Stop paying people. People just do jobs. And if you want this as a luxury, if you want to be able to flush your toilets and the water to come back clean, then we need people to go out there and work at that place. Do it for the betterment of mankind. Not because of how much fucking money you're going to make from it. 
you know, and maybe we can move away from all the greed and McDonald's and $5 footlongs and all this shit. And we can just be a race of people that works for each other and works for the betterment and works for the future. You know, I'm just, it's never going to happen. You want to know why I know it's never going to happen is because, and I'll talk about this more on a different episode. I want to have a whole episode on convenience, man, because convenience is the downfall of our society. But if you think about it, there are entire human beings out there that you walk by on a regular basis. There is an entire person that was created to fuck somebody else out of money. There are entire human beings that were created just for that purpose. Not all humans, not everybody is like that, but there is probably one in 30 people out there that, and they might not even know it, but they were born because, you know, this chick wanted to railroad this guy for a bunch of money or vice versa. This dude, you know, found this chick that had a great job and he wanted to fucking make sure that she fucking paid him even after she, he broke up with her and shit like that. And boom, he gets her pregnant. Whole human beings created out of greed. It's terrible, man. It's fucking terrible, dude. So let's talk about sex. We're smoking the pews gooch. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I don't want I don't want to get into all that serious bullshit right now, but it's just one of those things. Pete Davidson, you can do better. OK, you can do so much better. You need to grow up a little bit, dog. I, I remember being that age and I you grow a little bit every year. And I'm, I'm I just know that there's more that your brain needs than that woman. And if you're just out there trying to bang, like trying to like, literally you have like an advent calendar of chicks that you want to bang and stuff like that. Just come on and say it. Just come on and be like, I have no, I have no, uh, you know, wanting to get into a relationship right now. I'm banging my way around. I would respect that more than, you know, somebody who, you know, is a really smart, intelligent individual that has made a name for himself and everything like that through his art is with the complete antithesis of that. This self-absorbed chick that, you know, if, if, you know, if she got with somebody and they're, you know, they lost all their fucking, that, that person lost all of his fucking money and stuff like that. She wouldn't want to be poor with them, you know, like that that's that's the real test. You know, take all of her money away and see what happens. You know, turn the cameras off, people stop fucking flocking to her and shit like that and you take all of her money away and she has to start from the fucking bottom. Dude, she wouldn't be able to. She'd either off herself or she'd run to the first fucking wallet she could find that was big enough. That woman, I don't know, dude. I'm just, I'm so over that fucking shit. And I was just like, oh, Pete Davidson's a good upcoming dude. So if you're just banging out your advent calendar of 
of celebrities. I mean, just come out and say it, man. Shit. But, uh, you know, and, you know, and like women like fucking damaged dudes, man. Women love that shit. Some women, some women, not all women. Some women really like a damaged guy. That's also funny. And, you know, that dude is definitely those things. You know, he's very damaged and he's probably really sensitive and has a lot of feelers and everything like that. And, you know, watch like in like behind closed doors. He's like Brendan Fraser or yeah, Brendan Fraser in a in a bedazzled the fucking the super sensitive guy. I'm back, my love. I made you a garland of beach plums to place atop your glorious head like a crown. And when's that sun going to set? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if that was what that dude was like behind closed doors. Just like super, super sensitive. But no, dude. Uh, you know, I, I've been, I, I'm in my, I'm, in, I'm on the wrong side of 30. And, uh, you know. I feel like the one thing that I have been able to do well in my life and succeed at is finding a loving partner. And we were, you know, we're best friends. <coughs> been together forever. Um, almost, you know, like in a few years, man, I will have been with that girl longer than I had not been with that girl. Like, that's how long it's been, you know? And, you know, I got, I got some advice for it for people. You know, like, for real. Because there's... I see a lot of couples go down tragically. I see a lot of people, like, looking in the wrong places, I think. This is just my thoughts, my opinions. I mean, shit, do what you're going to do, and other things might work for you. And what I'm saying might not work for you at all. <coughs> so here is some, some, of, some relationship advice from Dr. Snurbage. Um, the first one is... Like dating somebody that has mental health issues, being with somebody who has mental health issues, especially if they develop, if they develop over time, um, you know, cause a lot of people just chalk it up to bitches be crazy and a lot of bitches be crazy, but you know, no woman is perfect. Just like no man is perfect. And when you're dating somebody or with somebody um, that has a mental health issue, you know, you need to take uh, you need to take a really hard look at what you're prepared to do and how far you're prepared to go. The moment you find out, you know, whether she tells you on the first date, that, hey, you know, she has some anxiety, depression, you know, you know, maybe even on the autism spectrum a little bit, you know, something like that. Like, there's, you know, th there's a lot you really have to think about that. And you have to, you have to take the whole, oh, I really like this girl. 
right now. You know, I really think she's hot and, and all this stuff. And like, you know, you have to take all that and throw that out the window. Like you need to look down the road and think to yourself, what, where am I prepared to go here? How far am I prepared to go? Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that can't do those normal things that other people, you know, do. You know, my wife is, is pretty introverted. She doesn't like going out to, you know, huge, you know, populated places, (laughs) hugely populated places. Like, you know, she can do it, but you know, some days, uh, you know, I have to, I, I have to go and do it. She'll sit in the car because she want to do it, you know, and that's, you know, I have a lot of friends that they go out and they, you know, they, they, they go out drinking, they go out, you know, with their, with their significant others and stuff like that and everything. And, you know, for some women, they can't do that. For some men, they can't do that. For some people, they just can't do that. And you just, you have to look, you know, you have to try to project yourself into the future and say, you know, what if this gets 10% worse? What if this gets 20% worse? You know, what if this, you know, you know, what if, what, what if this could be full blown psychosis someday, you know, and I'm not talking about anybody that I know or anything like that with that, but I mean, you know, there's, you know, there's levels of things and depending on what people go through and how their brain develops and everything like that, like, you know, you have to, you have to be prepared to be there for them through a lot to accept a lot. You have to be able to, you know, just be, just be really accepting, like honestly. And just, you know, there's going to be plenty of times where you're going to like, okay, (laughs) you know, like, all right, all right. Time to, time to keep it going here. We just got to keep it going. Just got to keep it going. You know, so if you're with somebody and you absolutely and truly positively 100% love that person and, you know, in sickness or in health, you know, you, you want to be with that person and they either have or are developing, um, you know, mental health issues and stuff like that. You just need to be their rock and you can't, you can't use it against them. You know, you can't, you know, you can't be mean about it at all. Like you need to be their fucking rock. You need to take on this responsibility like you would, you know, a child or an animal or something to where it's, you know, you're the only person this person might have someday when it comes to this stuff, you know? So you need to be that person's rock. You need to take this responsibility, you know? And if you're not up to it, you need to get the fuck out. Like you need to, you need to, you need to nicely, you know, but if if you are not up for that and, uh, you know, all you want to do is leave when they fucking get like that. Or all you want to do is, is, you know, get pissed and, and go drinking with your buddies or, you know, or something like that, you know, like you need to take some serious stock of what, what you're prepared to do. You know, and if honestly, if anybody has any questions, I know a lot about it. So, 
Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's that. And then I had, I had a buddy online that was talking about, um, you know, dating sites and that I and and everything. And I have a lot of friends who, God, dude, like it's so weird. Like I know people that have, you know, like I know people my age that are working on their third or fourth marriage. It's like, what are we that fucking old already? Holy shit, man! Like third or fourth marriage. And you want to know how I came to be with the woman that I'm with? It's very, it was very interesting because I moved down to Kansas and I was really hung up on an ex girlfriend that broke my heart in two. And, uh, I went down there to get away from the fucking memories of her in the town that I was in. And so I went to Kansas and, uh, and I stayed, I was there for about a year and I vowed when I got there, I'm not going to chase girls anymore. I'm going to go there. I'm going to work and I'm going to smoke and that's it. That's what I'm going to go there and do. I'm going to work. I'm going to make money. I'm going to smoke cigarettes and weed. You know, that's, that's, that's my plan. <coughs> Seemed like a pretty good plan. So I went out there and like, <laughs> and I, and I stuck to that pretty well. You know, I had a, I had a friend who was a girl who we ended up kind of fooling around one night, but it wasn't anything that I pursued. It was just, we were friends and we, we hung out in this big group of people and, and one night we like literally like made out and stuff. And that's about it. That was about it. Um, and then <laughs> there was another friend that was a girl. Um, and one night we were, I was just over at her place. And all of a sudden she was just like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to fool around a little bit. You know, it's like, sure. You know, no strings, no strings, man. You know, and, you know, and then there was the, then there was the clubbing night. That was stupid, dude. It was stupid, but it was hilarious, and it was, and it and it, and it turned out in my favor. Um, so <laughs> I work with this guy, and uh, he was a, a, a server at this nightclub that I I was a bouncer at. And we, he was a drummer and I play the guitar. And so we actually like ended up jamming together and we formed a band called mid flight to the floor. Um, uh, but we worked at this club together and one weekend he took it off and I didn't hear from him at all the whole weekend. And I got, I saw him again on Monday and I was like, it was like a club restaurant and stuff like that. But, uh, um, so I saw him like on on like Monday or something like that. And I'm like, where you been all weekend, dude? He was like, Oh, uh sometimes I go to Kansas City and and fucking or no, it was the week. Yeah, it was the week, like the weekdays, because we worked the weekends. We worked like Thursday through fucking Saturday. And it was like he was gone like all week. And I was like, What the fuck? Where you know, where you been at, dude? And he was like, 
Oh, I, I'm sometimes like I kick over to uh, Kansas City and I do some modeling. He's a good looking guy, you know. And I was like, what? Like really? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's weird, but okay. You know, here I am, you know, from a small town. Uh, so I didn't, you know, okay, male model, cool, check, whatever. And so, like some weeks later, we decide, hey, we're gonna take the weekend off. And we're going to party with the regular folks, you know, where we always work at the bar and stuff like that. So we might as well just take the weekend off. So all of a sudden, he's going to come and pick me up. It's Friday night. All of a sudden, he calls me and he's like, we'll be there soon. I'm like, who the fuck is we, man? And he was just, and he was like, well, um, I'm, I'm bringing some of my, my model friends with me, with us tonight. And I was like, what? Like, are you kidding me? He's like, what? And I'm like, dude, like, I am not a male model. I'm supposed to go party with a bunch of fucking models, like male models. Like what? I'm not going to get any ass for shit. <laughs> you know, like, good God, man. So. He was like, oh, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go out. Fucking, you know, like I wasn't planning, you know, it's like, you know, I'm on a hiatus from like dating women and finding, you know, the girl of my fucking dreams. Not saying that I'm not going to, that I wouldn't do something with something, somebody if, you know, something happened. But I'm just not chasing girls anymore at this point in time, okay? But I'm still pissed. I'm like, I'm supposed to just go out. Okay, let's go party with some male models. I'm, You know, that... That's what it's going to be. And, dude, I tell you what, man. Like, these dudes, there was, there was like, four dudes and, like, two or three chicks. Uh, these dudes were just Zoolander dumb. Like, I have to say, man, they were just Zoolander dumb. And I can't even tell you, I can't even give you an example of how dumb they were because they said so many dumb things that it all just mushed together into a rat king of dumbness. But it was funny, you know, from uh, from an outsider's point of view, I just pretty much gonzoed it out for the rest of the night. I just sat in the corner for the rest of the night and observed th- going out with some male models, Okay. So we get where we're to the first place that we're going. The pews gooch. Uh, we get to the first place that we're going, and I pull jet. I pull my buddy aside, and I'm like, "Hey, man, so what's up with the girls that are here? Because there's three girl models here too." He's like, "Well, that one's with this dude. That one's she has a boyfriend, and then the other one's a lesbian." I was like, okay, just, you know, figuring it out, you know? So we go about the fucking night and everything, and I'm just an observer. That's all I do all night long is I'm just, I got my fucking, I got my dugout with me, or no, it was a fucking sneak a toke, like a little Zeppelin, little bullet, had that in my pocket and shit, and. And, you know, so I'd have a drink or two and then I'd fucking go outside and smoke some weed and smoke some cigarettes, you know, whatever. And 
go back in, say hi to fucking my buddy and his friends. And, you know, he'd come over and talk to me a little bit and stuff. And, you know, it was just, it was, an, it was just kind of a nice little little gonzo night where I just, I just observed. I didn't get completely tore up and shit like that. All of a sudden, so the last place that we're at, it's like fucking one o'clock in the morning. Don't know what the fuck the bar was. I just remember it was like very wood themed, like old west wood themed. I don't know. But um, I was sitting at the bar. <coughs> All of a sudden, this chick comes over and it's the it's the lesbian one. Her name is Jennifer. She comes over to me and she sits down next to me and we start talking and haven't spoken a word to this woman all night long, except for, you know, Hey, thanks man. You know, when she hands me a drink or something, when we're all getting drinks, you know, whatever, just passing fucking words. Um, sits down and all of a sudden we start talking about the big Lebowski for some odd reason, the big Lebowski came up and this chick was a big fan of the big Lebowski and shit. And I just remember, because I was a little fucking tuned up. I wasn't trashed, but I was definitely, you know, not sober. But I just remember we talked about the Big Lebowski a lot. And, you know, we fucking, you know, I laughed at her jokes. She laughed at my jokes and shit. And all of a sudden, it was just like so nonchalant. She's like, you want to have sex? And I'm just like, what? She's like, I don't know. It was like, you know, every guy fucking hits on me and shit and... And I'm like really not into dudes. I'm like, that's what I thought. Like, like my buddy told me that you were a lesbian. She's like, well, I am, but I mean like, I'm bi, but I'm like 90% lesbian. She's like, dudes just don't interest me because they all suck. She was like, and it's just been really nice. Not, you know, you know, you've been, you know, kind of that calm, chill dude. That's kind of hung out with us all night and made sure we were all not acting a fool and everything. And, and now I sit down and, you know, find out that, you know, you like the big Lebowski. And I'm like, well, dude, like everybody, you know, every guy my age likes the big Lebowski and shit. And she was like, yeah, I know. But it was just a nice conversation that turned completely in my favor because I wasn't looking for shit. I had no expectations and I, and I had no, no drive to do anything because I figured, you know, it's no point, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was already in the mindset from just kind of not wanting a girlfriend, not wanting to chase any girls. I still hung up on my ex and shit. And it was just that one of those like fucking moments, man, where is somebody fucking looking down on me right now? And, you know, like kind of throwing me a fucking bone, so to speak. It was weird, man. But it's like, I just wish that, you know, more, more people, guys and girls, I mean, you just it's it happens when you just don't care i guess that's all i can say about that is like you know i just i wasn't in the in the in the mood to like give my heart to anybody you know and shit like that and and i think that she knew that like i think this chick and me connected never talked to her since man fucking I think I talked to my buddy. I asked him about her like years later. I'm like, whatever happened to that chick? And he was like, oh, dude, I don't know. That was like the second time I ever met her and probably the only time I ever met her. But no, nice girl. And it was fucking nuts. And I'm just, you know, 
hey man, it could happen to you. Just everybody's so stressed out about fucking relationships and it's like but then they get into relationships and then it's all fucking you know god i just want to go hang out with my bros or god i just want to go hang out with the girls and you know fucking i don't know man my wife and i are just so different you know in the ways of how we've handled things because when we got together you know she basically kind of looked me in the face and said dude you know i have a kid what's your fucking what's your motive here? Like, what's your game plan here? And I had to fucking be on board with it. You know, I had to be on board with a lot of stuff because I liked her a lot and I had to really jump on board, you know, you know, from the time that we got together, it wasn't my paycheck, you know, Oh, my money's my money. Her money is her money. No, it's like the moment we got together, like she was like, Oh, I'm out of smokes. And I was like, well, I, you know, here, let's go get you, let's go get some smokes. And she was like, oh, but that's your money. And it was like, we've been together for a week. And it's like, dude, you know, we're, cause we had, we like, after like two weeks of dating or something like that, we got forced to move in together because we had, there was a big fucking flood where we were living and she was living in a basement apartment and I was living in an upstairs apartment. And so she got flooded out of this basement apartment and needed somewhere to go. She had a kid. I had an upstairs apartment. My roommate was never there because she was uh, dating somebody and she was always staying at his place. I was like, yeah, come stay with me, man. So we got thrown into it really early, man. And I had to make some really hardcore decisions right then and there as to, you know, how far I was going to take this. And so, yeah, man, it's like, ugh crazy it's all crazy man i just wish that that you know relationships were as easy for other people you know in the ways of finding somebody who is like your best friend and somebody i mean my wife doesn't dog on me for anything man like really Unless she was like, hey, man, so, like, you said you were going to do the fucking dishes, and, like, the dishes aren't done, so, like, you plan on doing those, you know? Like, and it's not a fight. We've had maybe four fights in our entire fucking life, in our entire relationship, man. Like, four actual fights where we were, like, you know, pissed off, but we never left each other, you know? It's not what you do, man. And I just... When you go looking, you know, sometimes you might be looking in the wrong place. And, yeah, man. And that was the thing, like, when I was, fuck, man, I'm getting long on this. When I was fucking coming up, one of the coolest things I thought about life in general was the fact that Everybody has, oh, everybody has one day in their life where they woke up and it was just a normal day, normal day, going about your business. And all of a sudden, by the end of that day, like something huge happened that completely changed your life, whether that's a death, 
or, you know, September 11th, you know, whatever, you know, like huge events that completely just flip your fucking day. But I really dug it when it flipped it really good. When you meet somebody that's going to change your fucking life. When you see that person for the first time and it's like you go to bed that night going, holy shit. Like, what the fuck just happened? You know, and yeah, man, that's that's what you should live for. Live for those days because you never know when it's going to happen, man. You're just going about your own business and all of a sudden something happens to where you, your path as a human being crosses the path of another human being and all these different circumstances that had to come into place. And if it hadn't have happened, if you, I mean, and they're, they could just be coincidences, but like if I never worked at Pizza Hut in high school in the town that I lived in, I never would have met my wife. Like if I draw it all the way back to that's when, you know, cause I never, if I never would have fucking worked there, then when I moved after high school, I never would have changed over to a different Pizza Hut, you know? crazy man like lepew's gooch it's crazy the universe is a weird thing man and i just think it's it's cool when for the good your universe gets flipped and it happens it happens to everybody it might be small it might be huge but something happens where by the end of the day you're just like holy fucking shit dude that was awesome that was fucking awesome and so, yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my women advice. Also, um, dudes, if you're uh if you're banging it out with 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 uh with the woman of your dreams and you if you want to know how how like how to know if you're doing it great, picture what she would look like if you like kicked your dog in the face, like that look of just complete, like, Oh my God, Whoa! you know, like if she's making that face when you guys are having sex, you're doing it right, man. <laughs> that's a, that's an old, that's one of my old stand up jokes, man. I still, I still think that that's true to this day, man. Fucking a. Ugh, sorry. Ugh. I kind of been just rambling, man. Kind of a lot of weird shit. So yeah, it's been a, it's been fun talking to you. If you like the music that comes with Snurbage the podcast, uh, the music is by uh, an artist called Young Stone on YouTube. He's a buddy of mine from Arkansas, and um, uh, the artwork that you see. Not the not the big joint, like not the huge fat joint, but like the like the cigarette almost looking joint and stuff like that. That one is from uh, my buddy Sheldon Starr, um, and uh, he does um, he does logos and stuff like that and everything. And he's got a lot of cool artwork, and he's also a a very very 
cool comedian. That's how I met him was on the road and shit. And it was fucking awesome. And yeah, Sheldon Starr, check out his information below, Young Stone's information below. If you want me to smoke your weed on Snurbage the podcast, hit me up. Let's let's talk. Let's talk some. Let's talk grinding them gears, man. You know, this stuff was called the Pew's Gooch. Yeah, got me all philosophical. Sorry, man. You know. I just had some stuff I want to talk about, and hopefully you guys are still on board with me after 56 minutes or something like that that I'm looking at right here. But, yeah, man, it was cool. Check out the Tadashi Trucks band and stuff like that. Pete Davidson, you can do better. And, hey, if you are, you know, if you're on the lookout for a relationship and stuff like that, just... Try not look not try not trying so hard and just living your life for yourself and who you are and somebody'll come. It'll happen. Try to take a different turn. You know, if you usually go straight down those four blocks to go to work, but you could cut over and take this other this other way, try doing that. You know, if there's something going on, something small going on down the road at a bar or something like that, there's a, you know, or not even a bar, a coffee shop, anything like that, where there's a comedian or there's an art exhibit or there's, you know, stuff like that, you know, just go to those little things. Patronize those little artists out there. And you might, you'll be able to say that, hey, you helped out local art and you also might find somebody cool, man. You never know. You never know. That's those are those are my morals for today's show on Snurbage the podcast. Woo! It's getting cold out there, kids. Oh my stomach. Sorry. Kind of wake and bacon with you guys this morning. Wake and bacon. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. You know, fuck Kyle Rittenhouse and the Proud Boys. And Donald Trump. Just, you know, and all the associated hanger-ons of those people. You know, like, they can all just, just not be, you know, like, in view anymore. In my direct view, I don't need to see this shit anymore. But anyways, thanks for thanks for uh, checking out Snurbage the podcast. We are on Twitter at Snurbage four twenty. I think. Let me just make sure. I always fucking forget. It's either Snurb or Snurbage at Snurbage four twenty on Twitter. And like, dude. Snurbage is like the, I'm the only person that uses that word. If you listen to the first podcast that I did on this, because we're on episode seven already. Um, the first podcast, I said that the original name of this show was supposed to be let's smoke weed about it. But there was already a couple out there that were called like, let's smoke about it and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh. but Snurbage is 
something that a very dear friend of mine used to call weed. And <laughs> I'm just honoring her memory because she's not with us anymore. But yeah, that's what she used to call it. Snurbage. So Snurbage, the podcast. Thanks for listening at Snurbage 420 on Twitter. We're on Facebook. God, I'm fucking stoned, dude. Jesus. <laughs> it's my day off. Um, we're on Facebook. I think that one's just like at Snurb420 or something like that. Like I said, type in Snurbage, you'll find it because we're the only ones. Um, we're on Spotify and we're on like iTunes and we're on Anchor. Anchor's where the podcast is like anchored. That's where I that's where I, I put it out as anchor. And they have a lot of cool podcasts. But um yeah, so and I'm it's it's in a lot of different venues of podcasts. So like I said, if you go to Google and type in Snurbage the podcast, you'll find it. You'll find us. So yeah, man. And if you like I've said before, if you are an artist and you wanna like, hey, I wanna like fucking put out a, uh, I want, I want to, I want to fucking, you know, give, give Tony a song to fucking put on the fucking shit. I'll fucking promote your art. I'll promote it all day, man. So, um, yeah, you just have to be, uh, cool with having it on, uh, a podcast that, like I said, like I have a lot of people I want to have on the show, but some of them live in places that, it's not legal. And so I don't want to like cross any fucking boundaries there and shit. You know, I don't want them to get in trubs or anything like that. Not like there's a lot of people that fucking listen to this show, but yeah, I'm just looking out for people. So you guys take her easy. Have a good November. It's getting cold out there. There's snow up in the Midwest and shit right now, like pounding, Pounding like a porn star. Mm. Juice. You guys have a good day. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time on Snurbage the Podcast. Hey. Now I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the I got that blueberry, raspberry, and we keep that juicy fruit. If you want that five-hour level, yeah.